Welcome to Just Curious Media. This is Let's Talk Cobra Kai. I'm Jason Connell. And I'm Sal Rodriguez. All right, Sal. We are back for another episode. Yeah. Oh, Cobra Kai, season four, episode five, buddy. It's a little bittersweet because this is one of those yeah. points where it's like a vacation, right? Ha- halfway, you're like, <laughs> well, we're halfway. Winding down. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of a bittersweet. You're right. We are crossing over. Now, season three, episode five was a very pivotal episode, Miyagi-Do. I was very emotional. And you know, usually they time these perfectly, the halfway point to have a lot of goodies in it. And Sal, they did not hold back here in this episode, which is also called Match Point for very good reason. This is an incredible episode. Oh, yeah. It's quite a ride. I would say, I don't think I've been using that expression no. in previous seasons as much as this season. This season yeah. is a roller coaster. <laughs> I totally agree. Well, before we jump in or get on this roller coaster, a word from our sponsor. Support for Let's Talk Cobra Kai is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming and offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, and with this exclusive offer, you'll get 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code COBRAKAI at manscaped.com. So, as always, Cobra Kai is brought to you by Netflix. All episodes of this season dropped on December 31st, 2021. This is Season 4, Episode 5, Match Point. 8.7 rating on IMDb. I do believe that's the highest so far. Now, I haven't gone back and checked how the episodes have done because they've changed. But so far, I think that's the best of the season. And rightfully so, so. I think it's a high point. Jason, is there a chart or graph on IMDb or even Rotten Tomatoes where you can see historically where something has scored? I don't think so, but I like that. I really I like that. I think like you we, should be able we to. We started like, here, then yeah. we climbed up. and the, Yeah, I really do. Yeah, I don't yeah, think that's yeah. available. I think that's very relevant because you look from one month to the next, it's different. I think that's valuable information. You hear that, IMDb? Make it happen. They're listening, Sal. That's for sure. The synopsis for this episode, Johnny and Daniel's dojo and their fragile alliance teeter on the brink of collapse when they agree to a winner-takes-all sensei showdown. Whoa. There is so much to unpack later in this episode, (laughs) Sal. I cannot wait, my friend. Jason, I would fault Daniel and Johnny for getting into any sort of agreement or bargain with Crease. Why would you do that? Why would you try to get into some sort of gentleman's bet with him? I mean, what's the yeah. point of that? No upside there. No. All right. Are you ready for our scene by scene breakdown, Sal? I am ready. Okay. So we open at Miyagi-Do, where we left off in the last yes. episode. Cliffhanger, if you will. Back in the day when you couldn't just go to the next episode, we would have had to wait. <laughs> a whole week. You'd have a to wait a whole week. week. Or maybe that was a season break. And it's like, Ugh. but no, not the case. We're still there. And Crease and Silver are there, Sal. And Silver starts to apologize. And he really had me here. And why don't you tell us what he says. Well, he breaks the ice by saying, Daniel LaRusso, it's <laughs> nice to see you again. And stupid me, because I give people the benefit of the doubt. I start to trust people. I'm still figuring Terry Silver out. Is, is he me genuine? Me too. Yeah. 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 So he says, it's nice to see you again. And then he says, my past behavior was inexcusable. <laughs> 
<laughs> what? <laughs> okay. If I could go back and undo it all, I would. All I can say now is I'm truly sorry. And I assure you, I'm not that man anymore. Holy cow. Unbelievable, Sal. I was like, wait a second. Is this the same Terry Silver from the Karate Kid Part 3? Unbelievable. Well, Daniel, not buying. He's not like you and I, Sal. <laughs> he comes right back and says, I don't know what padded room you crawled out of, Silver, or what twisted game you two are playing, but if you don't get off my property right now, I swear to God. So he is just stewing, Sal. He's overfloweth with emotion. Yeah, well, you or I didn't have bloody knuckles. That's right. So LaRusso, he hangs on to that. And he got into that PTSD mode, like when he first saw Chosen in yep. Okinawa, right? Oh, yeah. So yeah, this is him having to relive a lot of past trauma. And this is that shot of the students because they're looking on like, oh, mm. the students cramming that doorway in the first look yeah, photos. Yeah. And I love the Silver Highlander reference. Yeah. yeah <laughs> there can be, be only one. There can be only one. Yep. <laughs> a classic uh, film from 1986. Well worth revisiting, I may add. And essentially, Sal, this is where we have the condition, no fighting before our valley, right? Mm -hmm. A moratorium. Okay. A moratorium. And Sal, Crease then seems to provoke Johnny a little bit by calling him what? Well, first, Crease says, if Cobra Kai should win the All-Valley, you two are done teaching for good. Again, that's True. getting into that agreement. Yeah, like we'll make I said, that deal. Yeah, the handshake agreement. Yeah, yes. why they agree to that, I don't know. But when he says, has it really come down to this? Johnny Lawrence playing second fiddle to little Danny LaRusso. Mm. So it's like Crease is challenging Johnny Lawrence. Yep. Implying he's subservient to LaRusso. Yeah, I guess he wants to disrupt their camp. Like, if I can get in Johnny Lawrence's head, I can mess up this thing they have going on here. And also, Sal, it was interesting that we know now for sure that Johnny does not know Silver. No. Mm -mm. Now we know. know. Silver didn't come rolling up in a Bentley one day to the Cobra Kai dojo and said, hey, guys. No, that never happened. So now that is put to bed. Well, it's one thing that he doesn't know what Silver looks like or has never met Silver, yeah, but never heard of the him. implication is he's never heard of him. Yeah, exactly. Wow. That's big. That's big. So, and you make a good point on the deal. It is funny that someone has to be the dojo of the valley when there's <laughs> other dojos. Oh, you know what? These karate tournaments called All Valley has other dojos represented there. But yeah. it is funny how it's just, no, 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 it's us or you and that's it. There's not room in the valley for two dojos. But Sal, I think there's probably hundreds of dojos in the valley. Well, now that you mention it, Jason, I'm pretty much ready for them to open up like the Warriors. Remember the Warriors movie where you had all the different gangs? Exactly. Yes. I think I'm ready for them to open up the world of Cobra Kai. Yeah. And let's just see all the dojos at this point. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm going to go a deep dive back into the Karate Kid original and spot dojos we've never talked about. Yep. I'm on yeah, it. Yeah. So now we're at Cobra Kai and Robbie talks to Tori. They're both in probation. So they've got to, you know, they can't cross too many lines on retaliations, this, that, and the other. And that means, Jason, to be clear, that means official Los Angeles County probation, right? That's yeah. not like Cobra Kai probation. No, no, That's no, no. Like, this is like the law. Yes, yes. Indeed. Yeah. And then Crease and Silver arrive to share this no fighting rule. They just left. So this is all real time. They just left Miyagi-Do. They bounced over to the dojo. But Sal, it's not a united front with these two. Well, Tori has a lot of anger. And Tori says, so our enemies get to humiliate us and we just have to back down and take it? Mm -hmm. I mean, she's ready to take it to the streets. 
Always. Or the home in an invasion. <laughs> anywhere. She'll take it anywhere. She's down. I mean, Tori's, she's down to kick ass. Yeah, I agree. But then they say a few things here. And why don't you take their lines, Crease and Terry. And you can kind of tell that it's not the honeymoon period anymore. Mm, no, there's trouble in paradise. There's trouble in paradise. <laughs> John Crease says to Tori, of course not. We should always show our enemies no mercy. Mm-hmm. Terry Silver butts in right away, but there's a time to fight. No need to waste a punch if it's not going to score a point. So if your enemies do something to mess with you or laugh in your face, good. Take all that anger and store it because you're going to need it when the time comes. And we see a reaction from Robbie. We see a reaction from Crease. Yeah. And yeah, you could tell this is not necessarily good for the senseihood. Exactly. And not bad advice from Terry. Take it, don't retaliate, store it, use it at all valley. But Crease has a different ideology. Strike first, strike hard, no mercy. And yeah, you can kind of tell something's a brewing. Well, the thing of it is, is we're supposed to be focused on the all valley, but Crease, yeah. I don't really know if Crease cares about the all valley. Well, I think he does for the sake that he could rid Miyagi-Do and Eagle Fang. But beyond that, I have no idea what his plan is. So to be determined. But it seems like he's ready to take it to the streets again. Always. Or take it to the home invasion again. (laughs) Either. So now we have an aerial night shot of LA. Beautiful, by the way. Jason, please, let me comment on this. This is a a beautiful shot. It's incredible. I'll tell you exactly where it is. This is an aerial shot. From the San Fernando Valley, looking over Universal City, which contains Universal Studios, Mm -hmm. toward Hollywood and downtown LA, and we see the 101 freeway north-south right there. So that's specifically, I just wanted to address that, because that's a, you know, it's not often you can tell, well, where is this aerial shot? No, it's a good one. Yeah, this one, I had to put my finger on it. I loved it. Now, Daniel and Johnny are having drinks at a bar, as they do from time to time, and we love this. And of course, I love how we open on this martini, and you think, oh, that's for Daniel, because he's ordered those dirty martinis before, but not this time, Sal, because he's drinking what? Well, he's drinking scotch, per usual, and Johnny's drinking the Coors Banquet. But yeah, you're right. Back at the Encino Country Club, he has had martinis. Yeah, I thought that was for him. I thought that was a nice cut, but nope, he's on the harder stuff, Sal. I forgot about that, yeah. And then, Sal... Daniel shares about Silver, because he didn't know him, Mm. Barnes, and then it happens. You love it. You love it. (laughs) I I think I did a backflip when I saw this for the first time. Johnny finds out about the flaw or whatever we want to call it from the Karate Kid Mm. Part 3, where you Mm -hmm. could... Why don't you just tell us what happens here? (laughs) Johnny says to Daniel, the year after our title fight, they put you straight through to the finals? That's bullshit. (laughs) I'm sure most people, fans and anyone alike can probably go, yeah, he's right. Johnny had to fight his way to the finals, (laughs) the three previous Mm All-Valleys. And he had to get all the way there and loses to Daniel with one kick, one point. And then, hey, this is a new rule. Now, that begs another question, Sal, that hit me as I was making my notes. Yeah, And we know the answer, but at the same time, there's a lot of context and nuance and who knows. But Johnny could have fought in that All Valley 
If he is Daniel's age, he could have come back to redeem his title like a rematch. I know he was probably not part of Cobra Kai, but are you telling me someone like that who loves martial arts wouldn't have gone to another dojo or been recruited by another dojo? It's interesting. Now, we know why he was not part of that the other movie, and it was just the beginning of Karate Kid Part 2, and by the time 3 came along, they were going a whole different way, but that would have been something had they stuck Johnny in Karate Kid Part 3 at the tournament. The thing of it is, there are these missing years of Johnny Lawrence. But he was still really young, Sal. We know about Johnny maybe since the birth of Robbie. Yeah. And like- then before the All Valley, right? But not that loss at the All Valley until Robbie was born. That, what, 20-year gap, would you say? Yeah. What, 10-year gap? Whatever it was. But he was still in high school. Wow. Assuming that him and Daniel are in the set, this gets into some other stuff though. We don't need to go down uh, that get into the weeds here. But it made me think like, you know, that would have been something. Had the letter gone to him, right? Wow. Hey, we're doing this now. LaRusso is going to be in the finals, but come back and go for your title. And then he shows up. Maybe he's fighting in the same dojo that Xander, not Xander Stone, but- Barnes? No, no, no. Who's the guy that we just did the deep dive on? Xander Stone is the guy from Cobra Kai, but- Oh, Daryl Vidal. Daryl Vidal. Sorry. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. He shows up at his dojo. Anyway, it's a funny thing, but I love the fact that these showrunners highlighted this, illuminated it, and let Johnny have that line. But what we find out at this exchange is Daniel wants to be head sensei, Sal. Yeah. He says, I need to take over our students' training from now on. Yeah. He wants non-bicephaly. (laughs) <laughs> he wants to be, what would it be, a unicephaly or monocephaly? Yeah, monocephaly. And so there's a great exchange here. Why don't you take Johnny? I'll take Daniel. I love this back and forth. Really good stuff. Johnny says, you think one win by one point 30 years ago makes you better than me? One lucky kick doesn't make you the better fighter. I was Cobra Kai's number one student. If anybody knows how to beat them, it's me. Yeah. And how are you going to do that? They strike first, you strike firster? Well, I'm not going to play defense all day, I'll tell you that. It worked against Silver, and you, remember? Barely. Look, we both know, if we fought ten times, I'd have beat you nine. We have fought ten times. Great line. And he's probably right. They've had so many run-ins, Sal. I mean, if you start adding it up, uh, Cobra Kai and the Karate Kid, fantastic. Great exchange, but no one's backing down, Sal. They both are so steadfast in their beliefs. They're almost like identical twins and just stuck on what they believe in. No, you know what it is, Jason? It's the bicephaly, but Mm. those two heads turn on each other. Totally. And that creates an interesting dynamic because it's two heads, but one body. They both think they're the alpha dog. Yeah. And it's it's like, uh, no, 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 it's I am. Well, this (laughs) leads to- Hang on, Jason. Are we going to talk about the bartender? (laughs) Oh, please. Yes. The, The bartender who looks like- Sort of one of those uh, penny farther. You know, he'd be riding one of those old-timey bikes. <laughs> oh, for sure. So Johnny and Daniel are going at it at the bar, and the bartender says, gentlemen, yeah, yeah. I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to keep it down. And Johnny straight up says, shut the fuck up. Beat it. Yep. I love that. A mixologist wants no part of these guys. <laughs> that's for sure. But this conversation and that heated exchange leads to what, Sal? Because it's mind-blowing. Daniel and Johnny agree to fight each other at sundown. It's sort of like a Gary Cooper. Is that like a Gary yeah. Cooper reference? Yeah. On the sparring deck. That's the Okinawan sparring deck. 
Yeah. And not just a fight, Sal. It's just a match to three tournament rules. Okay. Turn it, okay. Okay. This is not a street a, fight. We're not taking it to the street. Okay. okay no, good, no. This good, is good. just they're reenacting the Karate Kids All Valley. That's what they're doing. Wow. And then as that ends, and they both are standing their ground, I love this wad of cash <laughs> that Johnny throws down to give to Daniel, which is how much, Sal? Yeah. The bartender picks up these uh, <laughs> wrinkled, shriveled up wads. And he says to Daniel, this is $3. <laughs> that's so funny. When we saw that, actually, Sophia even mentioned that, like, that's not enough money for that beer. And she was exactly right. Although it's a Coors banquet, it's probably still five bucks. Still. And then you got Even if it was three, you got to leave a tip, right? So, it's you know, come on, Johnny. There are these lines in this particular episode. I've watched this episode three times. Yeah. Laugh three times. Each time I'm still laughing. It is great. It's got a great balance of that for sure. And this whole dynamic with them trying to reenact the past. So, all right. So now we're at West Valley High School. This is also a really great scene. Dimitri, Hawk. Hawk's got a new color in his hair there. The purple hair going on. The purple spike. The color purple. Looking good. And they're discussing silver because, of course, Dimitri's done his homework, right? And so the only negative thing he could find, because it's a lot of positive on this Terry Silver character, but the only negative thing was this toxic waste scandal back in Borneo in the 80s. Love that they bring that up, Sal. I absolutely love it. And then they're joined by Yasmin and Moon. And what does Moon have to say? Moon likes Hawk's (laughs) hair color. She -hmm. says purple's the color of the chakra crown. It symbolizes enlightenment. Mm. And so I think there's a little hawk moon brewing. Yeah, right. Back on. And then Dimitri mentions what about hawk and moon? Because he sees this too, what you just described. Because basically we should say that Moon comes and goes. She comes in, has her chit-chat, as does Yasmin. And they come in and you can see that Dimitri and Yasmin's relationship is just hitting new heights. They're getting along famously. It is sensual. It's very sensual. She's going to miss All Valley and prom. She's going Mm. to Australia, blah, blah, blah. But they're just getting along famously. And as they both leave, walk away, Dimitri points what out? Yeah, because Hawk asks about Moon and her girlfriend, Piper, from that party scene. Mm -hmm. Was that last season? That could have been two seasons ago. But they probably dated up until recently. Okay, so yeah, Piper and Moon were Mm -hmm. a couple. But Dimitri tells Hawk that Piper and Moon broke up weeks ago. And of course, Hawk wants to know, well, what do you mean? Like one week, three weeks, five yeah. weeks? You know, yeah. those are the questions I ask. Well, what those are you are talking about here? One yeah. week, five, I, I need to know time frame here. And as they round the corner, I like the scene though, like people come up, they leave, they round the corner, they're joined by Sam and Miguel. Mm-hmm. And this is awesome because Miguel has, has flown up and he is going to share this Johnny Twitter rant because Sal, as you know, Johnny's not the best on social media, but learning, fast learner. Mm-hmm. And Sensei Johnny Law is on Twitter, and he's a badass sensei of a badass dojo, Eagle Fang Bite First. He joined on March 2018. He's following 12 people. He's got one follower. I assume at this point in time, it's Miguel. That was my early assumption. And then there's these tweets. And why don't you take the most recent, and we'll ping pong back and forth, because I love this. Wait, Jason, two things. Well, first of all, I feel bad for Johnny that he only has one follower. After all this time, after these dojos, after the fights, really? He only still has He's not promoting it enough yet, Sal. (laughs) He's got to promote his Twitter handle a little bit more. 
Okay, and you want to go through this starting with most recent. I wanted to start at the oldest. You know what? Let's do that. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll <laughs> because, do the David Letterman version. Okay, so Johnny appears on his Twitter account, April 28th of 2018, yep. just saying, hello? Yeah, question mark. <laughs> Is this this thing on? Any hot girls here? Oh, gosh, that was so funny. And then his next one followed up with, how does this thing work? Question mark. And that was posted on 12-18-18. Sal, the next night was December 19th. That was the night of the home invasion. Wow. You think he would have tweeted something after that? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And then 10 hours later, tomorrow night, Eagles reign supreme. Yeah, now these are more recent. Now we're into the more recency after his drunken stupor. Oh, okay. So this was 10 hours from 10 when hours, we first yeah. see it. All these next three all oh, happened. Okay. So the this night is before. after he made the arrangement with Daniel. Yeah. Yeah. See? Tomorrow night, Eagles reign supreme. And then the next one leading up to the most recent, it's time for the Valley to see what karate is all about. Exclamation point. And that's also 10 hours ago. Leading up to this one. I would have thought that Valley Fest showed people what karate is all about. Haven't had another Valley Fest, Sal. I'm missing the Valley Fest from Cobra Kai. And then also still 10 hours. So he went on a little binge. He went on a a a Twitter binge. It's on. Lawrence LaRusso rematch. Hash brown, dead meat. (laughs) (laughs) So he hash browned it. So no one got that. (laughs) He spelled it out. (laughs) He spelled hash brown and, and dead meat. And so that went nowhere. And the first part is all caps, by the way. So this guy, Sensei Johnny Law, had two tweets historically, three in the last 10 hours. And again, only one follower. Come on. Maybe now it picks up. So now we're at LaRusso Auto and Daniel is asleep. But he's kind of hungover, you know, he's just struggling because he must have stayed at the bar and kept hammering scotch. We know Johnny's always drinking Coors Banquet. He went home. He did. After Johnny on. left, Daniel, was, he ordered another. He, he did. He remember, stayed he, remember he said, put it on my tab, yeah, put exactly. Johnny's drink yeah. on my tab, and he took another. Yeah. But I'm saying Johnny also went home and drank or wherever he <laughs> yeah. went. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just happened. because he left the bar doesn't mean he doesn't stopped Doesn't mean, no. He drank in the car. He drank oh, yeah. on the way home. And then Sal, Amanda comes in and shares what? Amanda shares Johnny's Twitter rant with Daniel, Mm. who had been passed out at the dealership. That's hilarious. And she comes in and says, the two of you are about to have a showdown at the Okinawa Corral. Another great line. Bravo to Amanda. Jason, just in case people don't know, that, of course, is a reference to the OK Corral. Yeah, of course. Yes. Which is an old Western. Yeah, classic. No, let me tell you something. I'm loving Amanda's lines. I so really am. Good. Her and Dimitri, tit for tat. Yep. And then Anoush and Louie over here, and they come in, and Louie calls Johnny what? Which I had to look up. Maybe you already yeah. knew this, but- No, but, no, no. I didn't know it. Because it's an Italian word. Italian what slang. Say, what does it say? Strones? Is it yeah. strones? Yeah, exactly. And strones means- Yes. Piece of shit. <laughs> That's the slang or the, uh, I looked it up. I was like, wow, that's what, hey, you going to fight the Strones? Yeah. Love Louie. And just to be clear, born and raised in the San Fernando Valley, never heard that word. You are not going to hear that word around here usually. Little Italy? Yes. Maybe. Yes, yes, yes. And I also love Anusha's Royce Gracie reference, which I know you'd appreciate. Oh, yeah, yeah. And again, for those new initiates, Actually, it would be hoist because in Portuguese, the R is pronounced like an oh, H. Okay. Okay. So it's hoist Gracie, hoist the Gracie. first UFC. I think he won the first, maybe the second, and then he came back for the fourth UFC, Ultimate Fighting yeah, Championship old school. winner. 
And of course, from the family that put Brazilian jiu-jitsu on the map. Thanks for correcting me. I've actually heard it announced different ways and I wasn't sure. So I'm, I'm sure you're right on with that. But then Daniel says what? Because him and Amanda start to kind of go tit for tat, of course. You know, yeah, she yeah. keeps poking sure. them like, hey, what's going yeah. on here? So Amanda asked what happened. And Daniel says, Terry Silver happened. He's the certified whack job from my past who's just come back to Cobra Kai. And Amanda says, another one? Seriously, Daniel, are there any other Cobra Kais from your past that are going to come out of the woodwork and destroy our lives? No. Well, I can't say that for sure. <laughs> yeah, he says no. And then I was even thinking, I'm sure you and everyone else is like, well, hang on. I'm assuming there's Mike Barnes, Snake, <laughs> Dennis, or even the Snake. original Cobra Kais. <laughs> Dutch, for instance. And by the way, Snake is played by Jonathan yes. Avildsen. Yeah, yeah. John Wasn't that- G. Avildsen's son, rest in peace. His son, wow. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, he, you know, that's a good point. Daniel realizes like, Amanda's got a point here. There are a few more I've not checked in with. Because even though Johnny's rekindled with a lot of the original Cobra Kai's, Daniel hasn't. No. He's probably thinking, what if I ever ran into Bobby or anyone else? But so he knows. And there, Mike Barnes is probably top, top of that list. And then Daniel thinks, hey, we're going to talk this thing out. I'm not really going to fight Johnny. We're going to work this thing out. Just give me a minute. So now we cut to Sony Walkman. Oh, man. Johnny's badass mixtape. Nice. Volume four, number four. And Sal, please tell us what music is playing in the Walkman. Oh, this means so much. This is Burning Heart uh, by Survivor, which we just talked about when we yes. covered... Rocky Four, Rocky versus Drago, the new Sylvester mm-hmm. Stallone director's cut that was recently released and in theaters. And we did a special episode on that on Let's yes, Talk Cobra Amazing. Kai. Yes. And to talk about the tie-ins and the cross-pollination with Rocky and the Karate Kid. And Johnny is rocking out on his Walkman to Survivor. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Do you know, though, in the movie... Because you're thinking, is that the training montage? No. It's when they're landing and flying to Russia. Oh. And, they, and they're getting in their little new quarters and digs. Yes, and yes. the training montage is a whole other thing. I had to go back and just revisit and see exactly where that song was. But it is in the movie. So what a wonderful choice here, showrunners. Bravo. And Jason, I just want to tell all of our karaoke lovers, I was on YouTube <laughs> a few minutes before talking to you tonight, Jason. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, And I was doing Survivor. Burning Heart Karaoke. And let me tell you something. It's No, it's not an easy song, but it's a fun song. So be sure to do it, you guys. Karaoke on YouTube, Survivor. Check it out. Love it. Well, Sal, this leads to an amazing training montage. And it starts with scenes from the Karate Kid. And of course, this is Johnny's montage. So let's set the record straight here. His thoughts. His thoughts. Daniel's the hothead in this particular (laughs) montage. Daniel is the bully in (laughs) his mind. (laughs) So we see the beach fight, but it's Daniel provoking Johnny. We see the crane kick, which, hey, that's Mm -hmm. BS. Some say that's illegal in All Valley. And then we see Sal... Another mind-blowing moment, a deleted scene from the Karate Kid, or a never-seen-before scene. It's the cafeteria fight. And I'm like, I have been asking for this ever since Rocky vs. Drago or Francis Ford Coppola's new cut of Godfather Part Three, or even The Outsider's extended version also by Francis Ford Coppola. I want to see a Karate Kid, the original, with scenes we've never seen sound. This was color-corrected, looked great, and we've never seen this. I could not believe when I saw this. I was one of those things where, am I seeing this? 
Yeah. We were not given any hint that this was coming. No. And what is happening in this particular scene, so to be clear? It's an outdoor cafeteria. So yes, one of those outdoors, you got the lunch benches where you have like sort of an awning above yeah. you. At the but same school an, it, that I talked about in last episode. Yes, yes, absolutely. And what do we see? We see Daniel LaRusso putting some sort of blueberry pie on Johnny Lawrence's chest. Yeah, yeah. Smearing him all over him. Yes, yes. And we'd never seen that ever before. Unbelievable. I mean, I know it's been online. There's deleted scenes online. John oh, okay. G. I've never seen it. John never G. Ableton's it. posted lots of rehearsals and things. It's very grainy, hard to see, but this was like cleaned up and I really appreciated that. And then it goes on from there. We see basically scenes from Cobra Kai, flashbacks with Daniel, these run-ins they've had over time, you know, the, the, all the little fights and the mishaps they've had. How about that moment at LaRusso Auto when Daniel says, I kicked his face. Exactly. Yeah. That doesn't make Daniel seem like a nice person. <laughs> <laughs> All that fun stuff. But while that's going on, Johnny is training and he kicks a mailbox and he takes someone's soccer ball and then kicks the <laughs> soccer ball. And it was a terrible kick. He miskicked it, by the way. And then he tackles a guy on a scooter, one of the standing <laughs> scooters, and then he destroys the guy's scooter. Oh, he probably just rented it. It was one of those and, rental scooters, yeah, I think. And then yeah. he fights waves. <laughs> <laughs> He's fighting the ocean, Sal. And then, of course, he hits and breaks cement bricks and then an yep. eagle soars. Oh, yeah. Rawr! yeah. You know, soars over. So, amazing montage. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful This means song. a lot to Johnny. I, it, oh, this is he's where gearing you see, up, man. He's serious. Total this serious. Is serious. And then we go to LaRusso's house and Daniel struggles with calling Johnny. He doesn't know Johnny's training. He doesn't know that he's getting ready to go and get it all pumped up. And then Sam and her Sal, and she left school playing the what? Oh, I never heard this before, but it is kind You've of- You've got sisters. It's kind of eye-opening. Well, my sisters were teenage girls from another era. You know, today, oh, gotcha. it's a different story today. But Sam says she got out of class by playing the cramps card. And we don't mean the punk band. No. Yeah. Okay. Oh, cramps. I got to go. Funny that they go. put that in here. But hey, that's why she's not in school. And this conversation gets off of that really quickly. And Daniel defends Miyagi-Do. And Sam says, Miyagi-Do is all about avoiding fights whenever possible. I just want to learn both styles, meaning Miyagi-Do, Eagle Fang, so I have twice the techniques if I face Tori in the tournament. Sal, that's very logical. Sure. Great sound thinking. She's not in the bubble or the blinders are on, much like both Johnny and Daniel. And then Sal, to top it off, she's picked up what? Oh, yeah. The bottle cap flip where you flip. Oh, now, my Now, by the way, gosh. just to be clear, I paused that and I rewound a couple times. Yeah, they brought in a stunt. <laughs> Was the bottle cap flip not unlike Johnny kicking the soccer ball? It wasn't really a, a solid, it, it wasn't no, a good she's flip. she's got to work on it, but she's yep. picked it up. That's with a takeaway, Sal. Mm, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. the execution, just the habit. And of course, habit. Daniel's like, huh? <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh, wait a second. I don't have my own household in order. Wow. What's going on? He feels like he's coming apart at the seams because Daniel's a little buttoned up. Just saying. Yeah. Well, you know, he had a what you would call a regular life, a, a regular successful life, business owner, wife, father, you know, country club. Yeah. His whole thing got disrupted by Ace Degenerate. <laughs> it sure did. So now we're back at Cobra Kai Dojo and Sal Silver shares three things that make a champion. The three Ds, desire, devotion, 
discipline. We are learning so much about Cobra Kai. I love this, Sal. If we've heard those before, I'm sorry. I, I don't remember, but I love <laughs> these little nuggets we're getting. I love that Terry's in the dojo. Yeah. And Kreese looks concerned a little bit mm -hmm. more than the last scene. And he wants to chat with Silver. I think the problem is even I as a viewer am watching this be like, okay, so Kreese recruited Silver mm -hmm. to help win the all valley yeah, right yeah. and, and so that's he's what doing Silver's that trying to do he's doing that so what's crease's problem here he's not breaking cobra kai code he's getting them geared up and focused on what they want mm -hmm. we don't even know crease's ideology like what does he want like yes we want all valley but no we want to fight every second we get a chance and and these 3d sound great to me hey build a champion no cobra no, kai has what, champions you know what's happening jason is that crease is becoming jealous Totally. Of the students starting to revere Silver. It's like he recruited Silver, but now we, there's jealousy though. Yeah. Well, he's never run it with Silver before. That was always yeah. the plan, but they didn't work mm. this stuff out. They no. This never happened. Mm. They're not a fully formed team, a, a bicephaly, as I would always say. And uh, <laughs> Yeah, sure. <laughs> he, he should have brought him in and said, this is the number two and kept the hierarchy as such, but he didn't. Yeah. Otherwise, it makes it seem like they are same level co-senseis. Yeah. Yeah. And then Kyler, as you said in one episode, he's always talking that jazz, which is he funny. Is. And he's like, second sensei, he's in beast mode. So <laughs> I love that he's second sensei and he's in beast mode. And then Robbie has a plan, a payback plan, Sal, but a non-fighting one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're going to see uh, what also to kind of get back at the whole sprinklers on the baseball field. Yes. Yeah. Let's yeah. get back at that. Yeah, they're still stewing, brewing over that one. So now we're at Johnny's apartment, outside the apartment, I should say. And so 35 years later, Johnny has a counter for the crank kick. Yeah, this is hilarious because essentially Johnny is sparring solo? <laughs> what is this? Yeah. <laughs> and, and then in the courtyard of the apartment building? Yeah, after that montage and the training day that he's had, he's come back and he's figured out a counter. And I have it here, but do you know the counter? Should we go through the moves? No, not specifically. Okay. No, he has a plan though. So it is a duck under, shoulder check the balls, <laughs> take to the mat, elbow, 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 did it. However, so I would say all of that would be a DQ in any tournament. <laughs> so that's not working in an all valley or, or something where there's referees. No, no, no. A ball's shoulder check would be yeah. quite visible. And maybe even just one elbow is pushing it, but you're going to do it times three. Yeah, not going to work. No. And then Miguel, much like Sam, wants to learn both styles. Yeah, this is where we see, yeah, the parallel between Sam and Miguel. Miguel wants both and Sam wants both. And meanwhile, Daniel and Johnny are fighting. So yeah, yeah. not a good situation. Yeah, Miguel sees it like Sam does. Like, yeah, if we learn both, you know, we have a bigger base. And meanwhile, guess what Cobra Kai's doing? Sure. They're learning Miyagi-Do. They're learning Robbie. both. Robbie is teaching them Miyagi-Do. And they got to assume that, right? Johnny and Daniel should assume this and get their students prepared. But as this episode concludes or whatever, I, I had another takeaway. Miguel gets yet another nickname. Oh, yes. Which is? <laughs> Johnny calls Miguel Pontiac. <laughs> And I could not figure out why, why he did that. What? Like was Pontiac, what, Michigan or yeah, the car? Yeah. Or was that one of his cars in the early? Like, was he driving a Pontiac early on? What was his red car in the first season? 
I think it was a Pontiac, yeah. Which he had it all fixed up and whatever. But why is Miguel Pontiac? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I couldn't get that. I have a Jeep. I don't call you Jeep. Hey, (laughs) uh, yeah, I don't understand it. But Miguel this season has lots of nicknames. Yeah, he does. And while Miguel wishes Johnny good luck, he tells him, I wish you weren't going to fight. Yeah, exactly. But good luck. And you could tell... Miguel doesn't want them to fight it, as he said, no. but you can tell he just kind of throws his hands up like well, he realizes there's really nothing that he can do. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you going to fight Sensei? Sensei, you going to fight Sensei? Uh, anyway, so now we're at LaRusso Dojo. So this is the dojo in the LaRusso home, to be mm-hmm. clear, not Miyagi. I mean, we could also call it Miyagi Do, but it's not. It's the LaRusso home dojo. Yes. And Daniel talks to Mr. Miyagi. Mm-hmm. Great photo on the wall. And thus begins our second training montage, mm-hmm. Sal. Although not the same song, though. What song was this? I don't remember. I, I, I was oh. so caught up. I might have been a score. I, I have to go back. I was so caught up in Johnny's that, well, in this montage, this is Daniel's montage. Yes, so, of thoughts. course, Johnny is the bully <laughs> and there's the beach fight and he's provoking mm-hmm. him. And and then there's the Halloween fight, of course, that we know Daniel started it with the water. No, no, no. We're not showing that. We're showing him get beat up by the fence. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then there's the deleted scene, Sal part oh. two, which mm-hmm. shows what? In Daniel's thoughts, his memory of that cafeteria fight is Johnny putting the pie under Daniel's ass. So yep. Daniel sits down onto the pie. Yeah, like a whoopee cushion. Yeah, yes. he sits on it. So that's where it starts. I mean, it did start there, I'm assuming. If it's yeah. on him, he gets up and smears it on him. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Johnny started that one. But we see this and it's like, oh my gosh, how many more of these little nuggets exist out there, Sal? Yeah. Uh, let's do this with Johnny and Daniel and let's try that. Like, I want more. I want yeah, well, more. Well, it brings to mind why they didn't add it. I guess they just thought they didn't need it, right? In the original yeah. cut. Oh, you got to make cuts. You, yeah. I, it, we know this. I mean, for making movies, there's a term for it. And it's not a very endearing term, but they say, they call it killing your babies. Now, listen, don't hold me to that. Mm-hmm. But you got to let things go. You love this scene, but when you mm-hmm. watch it as a whole, you lose scenes for time, for continuity, for whatever. It, it, this happens all the time. Sure. And I get it. I don't blame them for removing it. I just want to see them. And oh, not yeah. to see them it lined up as a deleted scene, but see a version with all of it in there because oh. it'll never be what the original was, but just like a fun alt version that we can appreciate as fans this many years later. Yeah. No, it gives them a reason to revive those deleted scenes. Because exactly. before those are just DVD extras. Yeah. Now those are a part of the folklore. Yeah. Now. Color correct it, put it in there, sync the sound, mm-hmm. find a spot for it. Yeah. Give me an inflated Karate Kid version that has 25 more minutes. And no, it's not going to be as good as the original, but as fans, we would <laughs> salivate for such oh, yeah. a thing. And so the montage continues. And of course, he also has memories of Cobra Kai run-ins, well, the Cobra Kai timeline of him and Johnny and their moments and their back and forth and all their fights. And of course, it ends with something that just recently happened. And that was... Sam doing the bottle cap flip. Yeah, that, I like that. That really that was, bothers him. That was part of his anger. Is <laughs> Damn, the bottle cap. I'm losing yeah. Sam. And Daniel's, he's doing the motions and the katas and the movements, but look at his face. He's angry. We have not seen him train this way. He's training Miyagi-Do style, but with Cobra Kai or Eagle Fang anger. Good point. And now we're at this posh restaurant, which we have seen for a while. We know that Kreese and Silver have this meeting at a beautiful place. It's a beautiful establishment. And we saw it in the first look photos and and Kreese orders... 
classic drink, a cutty water. But Sal, silver one ups him. Yeah. Terry says to the waitress, scratch that. Bring us whatever bottle of scotch your boss has stashed for special occasions. And no argument there. She's gone. She's going to come back with something great. Oh, yeah. Now, Kreese believes Cobra Kai always strikes first. But Sal, I have a question for you. Yes. Did he not put that mandate in order in the original Karate Kid that students stand down and do not fight until all valley? I remember it vividly. Yeah. I don't think Kreese is focused. He's kind of all over the place. Yeah. Because he doesn't really know what he wants, I don't think. I mean, I don't, on one hand, I don't think he cares about the All Valley. He's ready to just go seek retribution, you know? So meanwhile, he recruited Terry to help them win the All Valley. So yeah. I think Kreese is kind of scattered right now. Yeah, I agree with you. Because obviously, this is what you do in Karate Kid folklore. You stand down and you wait for All Valley, and then yeah. all bets are off. In fact, after an All Valley, Sal, you can attack your students. <laughs> as soon as All Valley is over and concludes, yeah. It's on. It's like purge. But let's just make sure the All Valley has occurred. Yes. Well, now Silver didn't know about Robbie. Mm. And he doesn't want history to repeat itself because, again, he detects that Crease is not focused. Why do you want to strike first? You already struck. You've got your old champions, ex-champions, son in your dojo. Mm. You don't think that's making him crazy on the inside? Of course, it's driving things. So I really like Terry's take here. And again, I know you and I have seen the whole season and we know what happens to certain characters. But right now, in this space and time, I'm really digging some silver. Well, because silver, he's kind of non-emotional right now. Yeah. Crease, you could tell he's wrapped up. This is where you get to see that Kreese can have his emotions. Exactly. Because Terry's the real logical one here. He's, he's all about the strategy right now. And Kreese is kind of all over yeah. the place. And you know what? It's not too far removed from Cheyenne and the mindfulness app. So that's probably still just kind of, you know, but that may not last, Sal. <laughs> that may not last. Even in like some classic kung fu movies, Even the bad guys meditate. Meditation and focus is not just for the good guys. The bad guys are meditating along with you. That's why they're bad guys. They're focused and they can wreak havoc on things. So now we're at a tattoo parlor. And it could be Rico's. I don't know. But I know Rico works there. (laughs) And Hawk, we see the shot of his back. And he's done what, Sal, on the old tattoo there? (laughs) He has the tattoo of the Hawk on his back. And now the hawk has the purple, mm-hmm. what, feathers? Yeah. For the hawk, it would be feathers. For hawk, Jacob, Bertrand, would be his hair. 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 Yeah. yeah. And he's texting Moon about the prom. So mm. they're going back and forth. That's starting to really play out. But then out of nowhere, who arrives? All of a sudden, Cobra Kai essentially breaks into the tattoo parlor. Where is Rico? What is yeah. Rico doing? Is he in on it? Did they have him tied up in the back? Who knows? But all of a sudden, they accost mm-hmm. Hawk. He tries to fight back. He does some great moves. Yeah, a lot try, of people, try. though. It, it's several people. Yeah, yeah, Four or several. five. And then they, they finally get him with a white belt, right? They're choking yeah. him. He's on his back. Yep. And then Robbie starts toying around with a straight razor. This is looking pretty uh, heinous here. Yeah, just grab something from Manscaped. <laughs> yeah. Do not get a straight razor. But no, no. Sal, Robbie looks quite sinister in this scene. And then he holds a straight razor to Hawk's neck. I mean, come on. This is next level felony stuff. Talk about probation. He's worried about probation. This is a violation of his probation. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. There's cameras in this place, man. Come on. 
And Tori's there as well. I mean, this is not going to go well for uh, Hawk, I'm afraid. And now we're at Miyagi-Do, and it's the Okinawa Showdown, Sal. We have lantern lights, which are really beautiful, by the way, at night. Students everywhere. Chris is filming on his phone. Wait, hang on. Stop there for a second, Jason. I know you noticed things. Did you notice what Chris was filming with? Oh, I don't yes. know what what is going on. At first, you think it's a selfie stick. So the first thought is, why is Chris filming with a selfie stick? But when you look closer, it's not a selfie stick at all. It's a golf club. He's he, he attached his he phone. He attached it. To, yeah, he's got his own homemade selfie stick. <laughs> and then like, he what, says a seven iron or something. And then he says to Johnny, "Anything you want to say before the fight, Sensei Lawrence?" So he's trying to get yeah, some yeah. some it's sound like ESPN bites. coverage here. It's so funny. And Sal, unlike the Karate Kid where the head ref, who is played by Pat E. Johnson, and there's also two side refs, and they're holding flags. So that's three. Okay. Trace. Yes. Not two. Because no. with three, three can break a tie. I'm just putting that out there right now. And so now we see Sam and Miguel, and they are the flag bearers. They are the two refs. There is no Pat E. Johnson. So no. these are the two heads of these two dojos, I would say, right? Yes. Miguel of Eagle Fang and Sam of Miyagi-Do. So Daniel enters, white gi, white headband from the Karate Kid. Johnny enters, black gi, black headband. And they both have black belts. And... The All-Valley flashbacks begin, Sal, and it's on. And before we get into it, if you have anything else to add, we get right into the fight, which I love, but anything else prep-wise you want to say? Because I'm blown away that this is really ha- – I kept thinking, like, yeah. they're going to erupt this. Something's going to happen. Hawk will come in, or this is not going to go down, is it? And you're hoping it is. At least I was. It's almost like through it all, this is one of those moments where, let's say, a new viewer can watch <laughs> – Karate Kid, and then fast forward to this moment. That's mind-blowing right there. <laughs> they could bypass yeah. Yeah. Uh, one, two, three, f- four seasons. Yeah, exactly. One, one, two one, two other movies. Okay, yeah, and get right to this moment, because this is Daniel LaRusso versus Johnny Lawrence head-to-head, head which to we head. have not seen in this fashion no. since the All-Valley. No, because again, Johnny did not show up for part three of Karate Kid, and there was an All-Valley. Then there's not that many All-Valleys, as we talked about as well, in the history of the show and the movies. And yes. I didn't mean to over-talk about the refs, but it's just something I noticed right away. Like, okay, because I've fought in these tournaments as well, yes, and that's yes. the reason why you do that. But anyway, the place looks fantastic, by the way. Yeah, you know, th- those it, it lantern lights place. really illuminate it, make it very cinematic, And yeah, Chris's energy and the fact that he's filming, that was a great idea. But now it's go time. They've bowed in. And by the way, also, it's not as if Sam and Miguel are rooting for anybody. They're probably the most non-biased people there. So I do love the fact that they are the refs. They are the one holding the flags and they'll make the decisions. And I do trust them. And then it begins, Sal. And Johnny scores a quick point with a reverse punch. And Sam raises the flag. Yeah, it's one of those moments where, I mean, she's not raising the flag against her dad. No. But she is- That's what happened. She saw a point. Boom. But Daniel didn't like seeing that. (laughs) Exactly. And when that happened, there's a little bit of an exchange with Chris and Mitch, which I loved, Sal. And please, take it away. Yeah, effectively, Chris and Mitch become color commentators. (laughs) Totally. Chris says, Sensei Lauren strikes first. And Mitch says- True to the motto painted on his former dojo wall and carved into his very being, what? I'm trying to capture the spirit of the thing. 
That was so good. I do love this color commentary and the fact that they're, you know, they've taken it to that level. We're probably live streaming on YouTube Live, let's hope. Yep. And then Daniel scores a point with a jumping front kick. And then Miguel raises the flag. And Johnny doesn't like seeing Miguel raising the flag. Yeah, same thing. It's yeah. tit for tat. Awkward. And then Daniel scores a point, his second, with a reverse punch and both raise flags. It's about vantage point and what you see. It's so fast, you miss it, right? There was even the movie Vantage Point, right? There was a movie Vantage Point. It is yeah. quiet, I believe. Where you're that. standing makes a big difference. Makes a big difference. Helps if you have a camera. Good job, Chris. And we'll get to why this yeah. is such an important thing. And then, Sal, it's two to one LaRusso. And what happens? We hear that familiar music. Oh, yes. Right? The Bill Conti score. Was that from Okinawa originally? Probably, yeah. And I'm not okay. sure if it was all Bill Conti, but we know the music. You're absolutely okay. right. You're talking about the music that was playing when Chosen mm -hmm. taught Daniel those recent, yeah. what, Miyagi-Do ancient, what, what would you call those? That's more of a paralysis move, but I don't okay. know <laughs> what, yes. it was in a scroll, I know yes. that. Well, he delivers a couple of yeah. shots to Johnny and then Johnny voices, what the hell, man? <laughs> yeah, he loses his arm. Now, Daniel didn't take it further like he did with Crease last season. Yes. He put a few of those on Crease and dropped right. him to his he knees. That's right. He did do those to Crease. Yes. But this was just a one-off to lock the arm in so Daniel could go in for a score, but... Well, then Johnny delivers a scissor kick takedown. Oh, so good. Back heel point now two to two. Two to two. That was a great move, by the way. It was very great. And it's, and it's not a move that you would necessarily associate with karate necessarily because you got to take the opponent down and now you're getting into the ground game. Yeah. So yeah, kudos to Johnny for delivering that. And he's got a bum arm in this scene. The paralysis yeah. will probably last, what, 10, 15, 20 seconds. Yeah, yeah. And he probably could have done maybe a leg sweep. We know Johnny knows the leg sweep, but yes. we didn't go there. We went off script with that scissor takedown back hill, and Daniel didn't know what to do. So it is 2-2. Two, two. Next point wins, Sal. It's a riveting oh, fight. And this leads to Daniel doing an outside crescent kick. Yes. At the same time, Johnny's throwing a spinning backhand. And again, I must ask you, what happens? Something amazing happens. <laughs> and something maybe to a person who has not watched a lot of fights may think, this is preposterous. Yeah. But what happens is we have a double knockout. Daniel knocks out Johnny. Johnny knocks out Daniel. At the same time, they both go down. Now, I want to tell everybody listening, yeah. this is not far-fetched because this has happened. There has been, in both boxing and mixed martial arts, double knockouts. You can look it up on YouTube. I believe it. One doesn't come to mind, but that was a great way to take this fight. That is a great crescent kick, and that's a wonderful spinning backhand. And they were both on the offense. Daniel went on the offense there. Mm, yes, Wasn't yes. reacting Seagal yeah. style or the Miyagi-Do yeah. style. And yeah. those are killer moves. I love both of these moves. But it happened in an instant. I'd love to see the footage of them doing this stunt because it was fantastically timed. And they both hit. And it's instantly, they drop like a sack of potatoes. Yeah. Boom. And they're both. both down and everyone's just going, what? But then we hear a voice in the crowd. Do you remember what it was? No, who, what was the voice? Dimitri wants a replay. <laughs> oh, Dimitri asked for a replay. He was on it in an instant. Oh, wow. So they all crowd around this mm -hmm. tiny phone that Chris yeah. has. 
on the golf club. And you just see everything we just saw. Yeah. He has a good angle, but it just shows them just, it's funny yeah, all yeah. over again. Well, Johnny asked for another angle. Yeah, yeah says, exactly. Uh, there is yeah. no other angle. <laughs> yeah. There's not another cameraman here. There could have been Sal. I mean, this is day and age. I'm surprised more kids didn't have their phones uh, yes. out, but yes, it played yes. better this way. Yeah. Of yeah. course. Otherwise, you would have had everybody had their Everybody phone would have been yeah. an hour going over footage. And yeah. so as they're taking this in, deciding what to even do, do we just call it a draw? Do we get back in the ring and continue? Because there's a lot of ways you could take this, but they're distracted because someone enters Miyagi-Do. Yeah, Hawk walks in. He's got his hoodie pulled over him. You yeah. could tell he's been crying, right? You could tell yeah. that. Oh, yeah. And I like that. I like seeing that. Not because I like seeing Hawk crying, but because you know, let's not forget these are teenagers. Absolutely. These are teenagers. These are not adults. Well, may I say, Sal? Yes. At this point in time, <laughs> he's we no longer know. Hawk. He's Eli again. And Eli shows Hawk? emotion. Okay, got it. Eli shows emotion. Hawk does it. Well, Hawk arrives, takes down his hoodie, and we see that he has his mohawk sheared off. Mm. And you could tell it was not done with Hawk's cooperation. No. And then Sam steps up, and what does she say? Well, first of all, Johnny says, who did this? And Hawk yeah. says, Cobra Kai. Yeah. And Daniel's not quick to want to go attack, but Sam says, Johnny's right. It doesn't matter how many times we stand up to Cobra Kai. If we don't strike back, they're going to keep coming at us. Yeah. And Daniel says, and you were worried about my influence on your kids? Is that what you want, Johnny? To have my daughter and the rest of my students acting like you? And then Johnny says, you don't have to worry about it anymore because we're done. Daniel says, Works for me. Oh, this was painful to see. It really it was. Really this is, was. This is the severing, right? It's severed. We just had this great showdown oh, for to take the lead to be the head sensei, and it's distracted, and it's over. It's over anyway. They didn't even get to the conclusion of the fight. No. It's over because they're miles apart. It was yeah. Johnny's mad that Daniel was excited or happy that they did the water sprinkler stunt, yeah, and yes. Johnny knew it would come back. So what happens? It's not just Johnny that walks away. He nope. takes all of the eagle fang. So he's just tearing the family apart, Sal. Yeah, that's one thing I did pause on that because, yeah, it's one thing to have the riff once again between Daniel and Johnny. But yeah, right behind Johnny, we have Miguel and Hawk and Mitch. They head out, leaving mm -hmm. behind Daniel with Sam, Dimitri, Chris. And by the way, there's like a newer guy. On, yeah, on, there's a couple more camps. people. Yes. But hang on. You know who's missing? Who are we missing here? Who are we missing? Where are Nate and Bert? That's a good point. They weren't all in this scene. They sprinkled in these people we don't know. You're yeah. right. Almost like extras. And yeah. you're absolutely right. They weren't there. They weren't front and center. They weren't to be seen. So, because our focus is elsewhere. But yeah, they were definitely no-shows in that instance. Maybe they just couldn't make it that night. <laughs> Maybe not. But this they was painful. Homework. This was painful, Jason. I did not like this scene. No, Miguel's like looking at Daniel like, you know, I, I, I have to go. It's yeah. really a heartbreaker. Mm -hmm. And there's nowhere else to go after this scene because it's over. The scene is over. The episode's over. And it's a lot to take in. As fun of a ride as it was, it does end quite sad. And this is my one concern going into the season. Yeah. Can they work together? They're getting better and then they're taking two steps back. And it just, it's brutal. And now it has an impact on relationships and the kids, the students, and it's up in the air now. And you know what? This only makes Cobra Kai stronger at this point in time. Well, what's that whole thing when it comes to war, when you cut off your enemy at the head, right? Yep. So when it comes to bicephaly, look what's happening to this bicephaly. Yeah. Both heads are being cut. 
divide and conquer on the part of Cobra Kai. Good old divide and conquer. So yeah, this is not good. This is painful to see. I did not like this ending. I was a fan. I did not like this. I was, I was very sad to see it. Yeah, it was tough to come off something so fun and riveting to have it in like this. But still, bravo to this episode. Yeah, They worked in things that I can't believe. They talked about the past, the Karate Kid Part 3 flaw, the fight. We're seeing a divide also in Cobra Kai's camp. I shouldn't say that they're completely on one path, a united front. Yes, they are yes, having yes. some issues too, so I should point that out. But yeah. as far as their students, Robbie is really helping them learn two styles and get stronger in that mm -hmm. regard. But I cannot wait for episode six, because honestly, Sal, they're all a blur now. I'm going one by one and like six, it's like, oh yeah. So I am super excited to dive into six and come back and do that. But we have literally just crossed over the halfway point. Yeah. I would say we're on the home stretch now. Home stretch. through with these 10 episodes. And by the way, my girlfriend agrees. She would like to have episodes released once a week as opposed to all at once. She may be alone on that. <laughs> no, I want that too. It's oh, just we're not in you may be at this household, the Rodriguez household <laughs> may be alone. In the Rodriguez point. house, we watch Cobra hey, Kai you know once what? a week. Show restraint. Just watch one a week. You did that for a little while. You were hanging in there for a for hot about second. Three weeks. And that's about how long that lasted. Because again, the spoilers yeah, are everywhere. Spoilers, spoilers it's, are everywhere. It, it's not possible is the only no, problem. But, it's not. But yeah, but the good news is you can binge all 10, you come back, it's almost like watching each one again, because again, I've wa I'm watching each episode three times at least, so yeah. it's almost like brand new each time I watch it. It's super exciting. This was a really great one, and I had a lot of fun. Looking forward to the next one. So unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. And get 20% off and free shipping with the code COBRAKAI at manscaped.com. Thank you so much for listening, and please be sure to subscribe to the Let's Talk Cobra Kai podcast, as well as the Let's Talk Cobra Kai YouTube live channel. You can also really help us by giving this show a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. And for all you listeners that enjoy sharing your thoughts, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, send us a direct message, or post a comment on any Let's Talk Cobra Kai social media platform. If you're a dedicated listener or viewer of Let's Talk Cobra Kai, please consider supporting the show on Patreon. We also highly recommend checking out our other podcast and visiting justcuriousmedia.com. No mercy.